In 2011, we made the first Revive Active supplement in Galway. Now, it's Ireland's number one dietary supplement used all over the world by people who want to get the most out of life. My favourite product in the entire range has to be Revive Active. It's the Rolls-Royce Super Supplement. It's a high quality product packed of powerful ingredients. It is Irish and us as an Irish brand in Mars Pharmacy, that's really important to us. Visit any Mars Pharmacy to find out more about Revive Active and find out why more people rely on Revive Active Super Supplements to get the most out of life. Visit reviveactive.com. England manager Gareth Southgate has been speaking today in the wake of their loss yesterday evening in the Euro 2012 final in Wembley against Italy. He has said the racist abuse aimed at three of his players at Rashford, Sancho and Saka after the penalty shootout final defeat is unforgivable. Meanwhile, a North Dublin soccer team it has turned out, walked off the pitch at the weekend following two incidents of racist abuse. But how does this happen? How often does this happen, rather, to black Irish players? And how do they feel seeing the abuse that players get on the international stage? Well, Henry McKean has been to find out. Henry. Kieran, yesterday, British Prime Minister uh, Boris Johnson and the Football Association, they've condemned uh, the comments uh, after what happened uh, yesterday. Uh, All three players, they missed their penalties in the 3-2 shootout loss and they have been abused on social media and they're still being abused on social media. Uh, In Manchester, a mural honouring footballer Marcus Rashford has been vandalised with graffiti uh, following England's defeat. I visited a football summer camp playhouse after school uh, in Castle Knock and I met Victor uh, here in Dublin. He's a 16-year-old player and coach born in Ireland with Nigerian heritage. I just knew as soon as they missed the penalties exactly what was going to happen to the boys. I feel bad for them. Like, I just love the passion. I love the game. I love just playing it. it it's just fun. Isn't it? I was born in Ireland. I lived in England for a couple of years. Um, my dad is Nigerian and my mum is South African. So, watching the penalty shootout, what went through your mind when some of those um, kicks were saved or they were missed? To be honest, I'll be totally honest, as soon as I, I was thinking, I hope the black players don't miss because I knew exactly what was going to happen. My brother lives in England, he was at a pub. I actually had to call him after the match, concerned for him because of what was going on in England afterwards. I feel like even racism, I experienced it a lot more there than I did here. Like, I experienced it a lot. Playing football? Playing football, walking down the street, anything. What sort of racism? Like, they just call me words. Like, they, for no reason, I'd be walking down the street, I'd just be called a word just because they can. The players, they're, they're seen as English when they're picked and when they're doing well, and when Sterling's scoring goals, they're seen as English. And then as soon as they're not doing well, when they're missing penalties, when they're not scoring goals, they're seen as immigrants. And that's something that needs to change. Social media needs to look at, they need to do something to change this because they're players, like, they're people still. They don't need to be getting this, especially the last penalty, Bukayo Saka. He's only 19 years old. No 19-year-old deserves that, deserves that abuse, not at all. All right, interesting to hear that. Uh, Henry, what do English people make of the racial abuse? Yeah, I mean, remember, the racial abuse is coming from white, young English men. Uh, and I know uh, myself uh, watching the final with an English person last night, they're ashamed, they're embarrassed. I got to meet uh, Perry Ogden uh, from uh, Sarri, a sport against racism Ireland. I think football brings out the best and worst in people. You know, it has a huge amount to offer. But, you know, as we saw with scenes last night with this 
nonsense on social media with some of the things that happened at Wembley with people breaking in, there seemed to be fighting. Um, you know, it, it always seems to happen with football and particularly in England. You know, we should have a zero tolerance attitude to it, response to it. More people, more organisations need to take more responsibility and ultimately that's with government. If the leadership is uh, rooted in this culture and society that is based on slavery and racism, then how do we change that? I mean, I think it's ridiculous that you had politicians and people like Boris Johnson and other members of the cabinet saying that taking the knee was gesture politics. The players have every right to do exactly what they want to do. We're currently running a, a soccer tournament uh, as part of Euro 2020, uh, supported by UEFA Foundation and the European Union in the northeast inner city which is probably the most socially disadvantaged area in Ireland and also the area in Ireland that has the highest percentage of ethnic minority population and you know it's been electric, we've had such good feedback but there needs to be more of these situations where we're creating opportunities for young people and educating young people about race you know there is only one race, the human race and, and to suggest otherwise is only to perpetuate the myth of white superiority. In, in England it's a society and a culture rooted in racism, categorization of human beings into superior and less superior beings was a social construct created essentially to morally justify the enslavement of Africans for the pursuit of wealth by white people. You have Irish heritage but you were supporting England. Did you feel ashamed of your English heritage? Did you feel ashamed uh, to be an English fan? Well, you know, I grew up in England I guess I'm half English, half Irish, a little bit French. I'm very proud of all my mixed heritage. And it's part of the reason why I left England. As much as I love England, as much as I love Britain, uh, there's so many good aspects, but ultimately there's this sort of violent undertone, structured, classed society that I just didn't like. I, I just find it shameful. All right, Perry Ogden there from Sari Sports Against Racism. Ireland, Henry, I understand you also met Ireland's youngest black referee. Yeah, I got to meet Israel Ibanu. Um, he's an FAI referee. He's a referee to under-17 women's in many, many games. Uh, he moved to Ireland as a child from Nigeria. Uh, this is what he had to say. A bunch of sore losers, you know, if they don't win, they're going to go out. And, you know, at the same time, all the, the racism that they're spewing towards these players, these are the players that's given them so much joy throughout the whole week, the whole, throughout the whole month. And they booed them for taking the knee. They booed them for taking the knee. But then you have the likes of Sterling, Saka, you know, Rashford, all this kind of Sancho that they're begging to, you know, praying, please play, please play, we need you to play. And they've bring them, brought them so much joy for the whole month. And then as soon as it just went left, immediately, I was seeing posts on, on, on Instagram and stuff where they had different, like a list of spit on the black man today. You know, so, so much hateful things out there. But these are the same people that, you know, when they're winning or they're doing well, it's, you know, you're English, you know. Uh, so if you're black and English and you're doing well and you score the winning penalty, yeah, you are a hero. You're a hero. If you miss the penalty, you're, you're, you're a villain, you're back being what what you know subhuman your back being not not equal to us let's say uh, if a group of black people behave like that it will be all over the media in such negative ways you know but as soon as it becomes you know it's it's a white group of people doing it you know it's like oh this is great fun look at the, the and Israel being a, a referee for the FBI and actually refereeing big games um, 
you have come across a little bit of racism, but not much. Yes, I have. Yeah, yes. Not towards me. Maybe they have said it afterwards the match and I wasn't there, you know, maybe unhappy with whatever, but it hasn't come towards me. But towards some of the players, I've seen it happen and like, you know, immediately stamped it out, immediately, you know, dealt with it. And, you know, I just, I just, I, we hope and, you know, as we're trained anyways, that any kind of stuff that's happened like that, we report it with immediate effect and deal with it, yeah. But that was interesting there. How commonplace uh, do some of the people you spoke to say racism is in Irish soccer, Henry? Yeah, I mean, it's surprising, um, you know, hearing there from Israel saying that um, he's experienced a little bit of it, but not too much. But I got to meet an Irish coach. He told me what he's seen. Antonio Montero, um, I'm involved with Castanac Celtic. You know, I think the authorities, certainly at schoolboy level, with a lot of the clubs and, and, and also with a lot of the leagues, you know, more needs to be done about it and it needs to be highlighted more. Um, I've had incidents over the years. I've always had black players play on my team. And we've always we've always had issues on the pitch, re-opposition and that. And uh, when it has been mentioned to the league or the or the, or the opposition, nothing's really done about it, you know. So it's there. There's, there is racism in football in Ireland, not just England. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, it's everywhere. You know, the thing is with social media, and you know, it seems to be starting quite quite young now as well. You know, and obviously kids are involved in football from quite a young age as well. So. You know, I can't speak for, for, for black players, but I know the players that I have from, from as long as that I've been coaching them, um, they've always experienced some sort of a racial abuse uh, on the pitch. You know? There's not a moment to lose when you want car insurance that overtakes the competition. So choose the great value cover that only comes with super value car insurance, giving you a 10% online discount and shopping vouchers with your policy. That's a great deal for the cover you need anyway. All it takes is one big click or call. Just visit supervalue.ie slash insurance or call 0818 and our Supervalue team will save the day from start to finish. Terms and conditions apply. Vouchers include two 10 euro or 40 euro spend. This car insurance is underwritten by AXA Insurance DAC. Supervalue Financial Services DAC trading as Supervalue Insurance is regulated by the Central Bank of Ireland.